Today on Locked On Canadians, we will preview the Canadians game against the LA Kings. We're going to talk about some returns uh, to the lineup, and we are also going to do a book club from now until the holidays. We're going to recommend a couple books a week, and that's coming up on Locked On Canadians. Your Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to episode 485. My name is Laura Saba. I'm one of your hosts. You might know me as the Active Stick, and I'm joined as always by Scott Matla of Habs Eyes and the Prize. And before we started recording earlier, Scott and I were playing the weirdest game of Where's Waldo ever? The thing is, the Canadians or the player wives, I should say, I believe it was Alexander Romanov's wife, posted their halloween outfits this year and the theme was very clearly the 80s i believe laura and i have identified maybe a dozen players around that like accurately outside of that um there's a lot that we don't know who is who including whoever is next to i don't even know who was in the front row but is in the full suit with the goggles and everything I need to know who this person is because it's driving me insane. I thought it was Ben Sherratt. It is not. This person has a very large head, so I'm tempted to it. I know it's not Brendan Gallagher. I know I know it's not them. I don't know who the person is, and it's driving me nuts right now. So if you want to see the picture, Habs on Reddit posted it. Uh, It's posted on Habs on Reddit on Twitter, and I believe it made its way to the actual Habs Reddit as well. If you are a listener with no social media or no Twitter, please feel free to email me at lockedoncanadians at gmail.com and I will forward you a link to this picture. Please help us identify who these people are. It is such a delightful picture, though. I love 80s themed anything. I love 80s music. I love people born in the 80s. Sorry, Scott. And I just thought it was a really, really good, whatever it was. Like It's a picture of a house. It, it, it looks like a Halloween party. It was after Halloween, obviously. Uh, But uh, anyway, so that was the fun thing. Now we get to even more potentially fun things. There's still a bit away. So earlier today, Carrie Price met with the team physicians, I believe, the team trainers. Uh, They seem pretty positive on his return in the coming weeks. Paul Byron is skating. You can see videos of him doing drills, and it's looking like he's progressing as expected. Uh, and uh, Joel Edmondson is also skating and looking like he's he's not 100% yet, but he's progressing. So these are some really important additions to the lineup that will hopefully at least make the Canadians a little bit faster, a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more physical. And with Carey Price coming in a little bit more confident, I think that for me, these players coming back into the lineup will help address the mental fragility that we were talking about, the one that Brendan Gallagher claims is not there, but from the way that they're playing is very evidently somewhere on this team. And I think I, I think the psychological aspect of this cannot be discounted. I, I agree with that. And it, it is a huge, huge opportunity for them. Joel Edmondson brings some stability at the back end there. Paul Byron, who is skating, brings he brings some leadership to that. And obviously Carey Price, what can we say about Carey Price that we haven't already said before? It's 
the biggest chance to turn this around short of basically firing the coach, to be honest. And I, and this is not me saying I want to fire. Well, I do want to fire Dominique Ducharme at this point, but there there's a lot that needs to go right. And starting with getting some of these key pieces back in, once you have everyone back in your lineup and you're healthy, it, you hope to see an improvement. If you can't get an improvement with Carey Price and Joel Edmonton and Paul Byron back over a Chris Weidman and Cedric Paquette, a, a Sammy Niku, et cetera, then, then you have an issue. Uh, and I think that's where things then go to something more serious afterwards. And we'll see what's going to happen. Like my soccer club just fired their manager, having lost five in a row. They've got a lot of talent on this team and it hasn't all been on the pitch at the same time. And sooner or later, something has to happen. We don't care. Price still has conditioning. They mentioned that today. We don't know how soon he's going to be back, but you're hoping the return of a guy who is your unnamed captain, basically kind of route or, you know, gets your ship back on track there a little bit. Right. And I think even just having him practice with the team, even if it's no contact, even if he skates before everyone else, just having him around is going to be so good for their minds, I think. And it's the same thing with Paul Byron. You know, one of the things that we talk about him is very much his leadership, right? We talk about how, you know, he's a player that at this point is getting a little bit older. What has he still got? He, he brings a lot of like, he's, he's what he, he might be the best skater right now on the roster. Uh, and, you know, he brings, he, he doesn't just bring speed, right? Like, that's not what it is. He's not the most skilled player, but he's such a valuable player on this team. They love him. He loves them. So I think he kind of will bring a little bit of stability, a little bit of maturity to the lineup, a little bit more. Like He's not going to be the one making them play aggressively, but he's going to be the one adding to the confidence in the locker room. So I'm very excited to see him back. He's a player that we love very much on this podcast. Uh, hi, Beth. <laughs> um, and uh, he's definitely a guy that I think will be a really good addition to the lineup whenever he does come back. And so I think while we're talking about who's who's back and who's not, there's something more immediate, which is tonight's game against the Los Angeles Kings. And it is Philippe Deneau's return to Montreal. And let's do some predictions and see how many goals we predict Philippe Dano is going to score against Montreal, and that's coming up in just one moment. But first, stop me if this sounds familiar. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Canadians your first listen of the day. And as your first listen of the day, we might not want to, but we do kind of have to preview tonight's game where the Los Angeles Kings visit the Montreal Canadiens. And it is Philippe Deneau's 
returned to Montreal since he left in the offseason, having apparently decided long before the actual offseason started that he was planning to go elsewhere. It's a return game to Montreal from a player who is born in the province of Quebec. We should just go ahead and pencil Deno in for what? At least two goals and an assist tomorrow night? Like, it, it, it feels like it's a foregone conclusion, but I also think... The Habs are going to get burned by someone on, by like Andreas Athanasiu, who is just faster than all get out. It it's going to be weird. And the thing is, we're going to do the same thing that we do every time a former player comes back. We're going to do the. I can't believe they're booing them. I, I'm. You shouldn't be surprised that they booed former players anymore. That's just what Habs fans do. The only player who doesn't get booed is Saku. We've talked about this before. Like everyone gets booed and. I do think Deno will get a nice video. He was obviously a huge part of that playoff run. There's going to be pizza jokes and everything. And to be honest, I think out of everything missing in the Canadians lineup, as much as Shea Weber being out and Carey Price being out, they do miss Philip Deno the most. I'm going to be really intrigued to see what kind of game he has back in Montreal because the Habs have never played against Philip Deno, or at least not in a prominent role. And now they're going to kind of have to experience what it's like to play against one of the best defensive centers in the NHL when your offense already struggles. And you have a guy who knows this team inside and out, their tendencies. He's played with so many people. It's it's going to be a really interesting game to see what they do because obviously they have Anze Kopitar. They have him, uh, Philip Deneau, and the Kings ran rampant in the last game. It's going to be a huge interesting game i don't like the habs odds just because the habs have not played well but la is coming off a back-to-back they'll probably be playing their lesser goalie i would imagine which i believe is jonathan quick at this point if there was a game to make a statement after that debacle against vegas this is it i think the only statement the canadians need at this point is we are capable of winning a game that is what they need to do they have not been thus far doing that uh and to be honest i think that personally for me the statement doesn't even need to be like can they win a game i think we need to scale it back and be like can they actually hold a lead you know can they actually continue to dominate i feel like if they were able to continue the domination that they started in the game against vegas they would absolutely have been able to win the game like there was absolutely no reason for them to lose the game I feel like I'm carrying over a rant from last episode I wasn't done ranting and I'm bringing it over here and now you've got to beat Philippe Deneau to do it and that that to me is even scarier than than just having them try to hold a lead and so for me like literally the statement that the Canadians need to make is we are capable of not falling completely apart on the ice I think I would be happy with that what about you I, I'm not asking for much when I say I think, hey, don't embarrass yourself. Because the last time they played LA, I only caught the highlights, and every goal was just a walking disaster, like embarrassingly bad. I don't want to watch that. I, I like put pull up your boots and get out there and play like we know you're capable of. If you you've shown that you can play a high tempo presser pressure offensive game like you did against Vegas. What what is stopping you from doing that again? It's like we talked about in our last episode on Monday is that it's frustrating because we know they're better than this. I do think the Canadians are going to come out and play 
halfway decently. It's just do not wilt when the pressure gets turned up. It's going to be tough. It's the NHL for God's sakes. I I'm hoping for an unexpected hero, I guess. Like I expect Nick Suzuki to get on the board somehow, but this is the kind of game where someone like a Weidman, a Niku, if they're playing someone in the bottom six, like somebody step up, like Nick Suzuki and Tyler Toffoli cannot do it all. Jeff Petrie cannot do it all. Someone's got to kind of rise up here a little bit and take the reins a bit, make something happen and prove that it's not a one trick team. And LA has some depth issues that you can exploit in that. Someone like an Arturi Lekin and a Yoel Armia, Jake Evans, someone that they're counting on for that secondary scoring needs to find their footing in this game. And I don't think it's unfair to kind of put that uh, pressure and spotlight on them right now because it's been missing for a lot of the season right now. And it's very obvious that the Canadians aren't getting any depth scoring unless they're playing against the Detroit Red Wings right now. That's exactly it. And you can't rely on the Red Wings because you're going to run out of games against them pretty soon. And the next game you're playing them is in their arena. It might be a whole other story with Tyler Bertuzzi in the lineup. Uh, so I like, I literally, I feel like the Canadians, like they just, they need to be able to put it to, to get it together for an entire game. If they're able to do that, then I feel like we, we can, we can at least be satisfied with that little, like the Canadians have given us so little to hope for. But I don't know if if you tell me that they're going to be able to put together an entire game, a good effort, not fall apart. I'm going to feel like it is a win. Uh, and this is how far we have fallen from the Stanley Cup final from a couple months ago. But in any case, we're going to stop talking about this. We're going to recap the game, obviously. So we'll be there for you tomorrow, having recapped the game. Uh, in the meantime, the holidays are coming up, and we have a listener who asked about some book recommendations. So Scott and I thought that what we could do is mention a few books uh, every week and uh, leading up to the holidays, whether you're trying to buy a book for, for other people or whether you want to buy one for yourself. Um, and that's coming up in just one moment. But first, we are back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. As your first listen of the day, uh, one of the things that we do want to talk about, we cover the Canadians day in and day out, but we have like this really great relationship with our listeners who are always emailing us or tweeting us. And we have a new hockey fan from the UK called Smarty Marty. And Smarty Marty got in touch a couple of weeks ago saying uh, that... I'm a relatively relatively new hockey fan being from the UK and the Habs are my team. Jack Fowler's home ice got me into hockey, the Canadians in particular. Are there any other classics I need to read? So we decided that we were going to turn this into kind of a segment idea and uh, talk about books that you can read, books that you can buy for yourself or buy for your loved ones. And there are a couple. And so we're going to start because Marty asked for the classics. 
I think if you're a Canadians fan or a hockey fan in general, you can't go wrong with The Game by Ken Dryden. That book is extremely popular. It's considered one of the greatest hockey books. Uh, it's a very, very popular book. It's I think at this point, it's more than 30 years old because I saw the 30th anniversary edition somewhere. Uh, and uh, Ken Dryden wrote it about his years with the Canadians when they were the greatest team that ever was. And I think it, there's a lot of good insight. The way that Ken Dryden talks, the way that he writes, uh, you know, it's very, very engaging. It is a fantastic book. I highly recommend it to anybody who hasn't read it. Uh, and it's like, to me, I would consider that a classic. If you're a hockey fan at all, obviously, if you're a Canadians fan, you get a little bit extra out of it. Uh, and that one is really easy to come by no matter where you are. It's one of the most popular books. I tried to see uh, if you could uh, order it in the United Kingdom from what I could tell from the internet. Uh, yes, you can. Uh, you can get your hands on it, the game uh, by Ken Dryden. And then another one that I wanted to talk about, this one is going to be a little bit harder because I had a hard time locating a copy and I live in Montreal. But there's a book called Lions in Winter. And... That is a fantastic book about the Montreal Canadiens. I think that that's definitely one of the books that you have to read. Uh, and it's, it's, that one is more suited. I mean, you're talking about the game being great for any hockey fan. Lions in Winter is like a really good Canadians fan book. It's, I think it was in 1986, which is before Scott even existed. Um, and I think that's when it was published. It, it's a little bit hard to find them, but you can, if you, if you do some hunting on the internet, you will be able to find it. Uh, but if you're going to, if, if, if there's one, you're going to go with the game by Ken Dryden. Scott, do you have any suggestions for classic hockey books that I might have forgotten? I always want to recommend the game. It's so, so good. Uh, Ken Dryden has the way to write about one of the greatest teams in Canadians history and make it feel very warm and inviting and that you feel like you're there living it, going into the dressing room and hearing him, you know, talk with all of these players. It's, it's a very special book. And I have a couple that I'd recommend that I've listened to on audiobook. Uh, Ken Reed, who works for Sportsnet, has written a couple of books called Hockey Card Stories and One Night Only. Uh, one Night Only is about players who only played one NHL game and their experience with that. And Hockey Card Stories is funny little details about the photos on how these cards came to be, how these players got there. And it's very fun and informative. It's very it's very niche in that it's all kind of random one-off stuff. You're not going to hear great stories about like Guy Lefleur or uh, Larry Robinson or anything like that, but it's, it's worthwhile if you want something easy listening and down goes Brown wrote a book on the history of hockey. Uh, and it's the most ridiculous thing. He is the, the hockey history guy or one of them. Um, I highly recommend checking out his as well. I listened to that on audiobook. It was great. Uh, definitely go and listen to the Sabres draft lottery story where the NHL almost uh, screwed them out of the first overall pick because they could not read on how the wheel worked. So we actually had him on our show to tell that story too. I highly recommend checking those out. There's so much out there. And then I'm sure... Uh, one of our friends on Twitter, uh, Jen, who does a lot of hockey history stuff, she knows so, so much. 
she has probably more recommendations than I probably even know existed at this point. Yes, absolutely. So every week we'll do a few books that we'll recommend uh, to people and hopefully we won't run out by the holidays. Uh, today's theme was kind of hockey history, but this is by no means exhaustive. Like there are a couple of hockey history books that I have in mind that are a little bit more, I guess Down Goes Browns is also recently written, but a little bit like less you would consider classics, but definitely worth checking out. And we've got also episodes with the uh, authors of those books and we'll recommend those in coming weeks. But in the meantime, start with the game. You're not going to go wrong with that. Um, and then definitely if you can find Lions in Winter, do that. Uh, the Down Goes Brown, it's uh, called, the, is it the history? The Down Goes Brown History of the NHL. I believe it's by Sean McAdoo, uh, a, a favorite of ours. And uh, what was the other one that you mentioned? The One Night Only. Yes, by Ken Reed uh, of Sportsnet. And if you look at any of those, I'm sure you'll see all the other stuff he's written. He's written more books than I knew existed, actually. So uh, there's so much out there to explore, depending on what you're looking for. Exactly. And so this is just where to start. And then maybe we'll do some themes where some of them are anthologies or some of them are biographies or autobiographies. I don't know. This is, this is, this is one of my pet projects. I love reading and I love buying books and then buying more books before I even get around to reading those. So there's definitely, we'll talk about fiction. We'll talk about social issues. We'll talk about humor. There's definitely going to be more book re recommendations, especially since the Habs suck. We're going to have lots of time to talk about books for all you book nerds out there. Uh, and in the meantime, we do have to recap the Los Angeles Kings game. And that's going to be tomorrow. And hey, who knows? Maybe it'll be a good recap. Maybe we won't be ranting. Maybe we'll be celebrating. You're going to have to tune in tomorrow to check that out. But in the meantime, please subscribe to or follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to find us on social media, Scott is at Scott Matla. I am at The Active Stick. If you would like to tweet the show account, it is LO underscore Canadians. I've started to be, I've started to do this thing after every game where I look for three positives. I'm going to post that there. Uh, and if you want to email us, we're at lockedoncanadians at gmail.com. Some people don't have social media. If you want to get in touch with us, you can. Somebody sent us a, a mailback question, actually. Uh, and that's exciting because it's Monday and we got a Friday mailback question. Uh, you can do that at lockedoncanadians.gmail.com. Or if you ever want me to send you something, a tweet that I'm referencing, you can do that as well. Uh, and in the meantime, make your second listen of the day locked on fantasy hockey with Scott Cullen, the best in the business. You want to set your fantasy lineups? Scott Cullen has them for you. Thank you so much. We will talk to you tomorrow.